Hello everyone. I hope you're doing well. I am Supriya Anjan from the Technology Advisory Team at Nextime and welcome to another topic in our series themed Women in Technology. The aim of this initiative is to connect with women from across the globe making a difference in their area of work. I am joined today by Rama Vedeshri, Chief Executive Officer at Data Security Council of India. DSCI under her leadership is pursuing a cybersecurity industry growth charter to make India into a global hub for cybersecurity and grow to 35 billion dollars by 2025. Prior to moving to DSCI, she was vice president NASCOM, leading all initiatives in domestic IT, e-governance and smart cities among others. At NASCOM, she has also led the healthcare initiatives in partnership with Apex Health Sector Body, Nat Health and the NASCOM DSCI Cybersecurity Task Force. With a rich and varied experience of 30 plus years in the industry, she has had long stints at NIT Technologies, Microsoft and General Electric. Welcome to this podcast Rama. It's a pleasure and honor to have you with us today. Thank you Supriya and thank you Next Time team having me here. Rama, what really inspired you to take up the role at DSCI? That's a great question. I've already been here six years plus. I think uh, I need to step back a little on uh, why I took on a role in NASCOM because the role in DSCI was uh, a progression from my role at NASCOM. After long stints in the technology industry, uh, I had an opportunity after the then NASCOM president, Mr. Som Mittal, had a chat with me. on looking at broader initiatives of engaging with industry across whether it's the global technology industry services plus of course all the emerging startups and engaging with governments both central and state government on several policy enablers so i really uh, looked at that as a, a good opportunity for me to work on broader initiatives and programs where hopefully i would be able to contribute to both the industry and uh, government initiatives and programs so i first took on that role at nascom as vice president where i was working on several initiatives in the domestic market uh, from there on somewhere around 2015 uh, nascom uh, constituted a cyber security task force uh, where we were trying to look at the opportunity side of cyber how can the technology industry grow the cyber security vertical and this task force i had an opportunity to drive it from nascom then along with the dsci team where we looked at uh, what does it take to make india a global hub for cyber and look at this as one of the growth verticals for the technology industry and also look at what needs to be done in terms of talent development what needs to be done to grow the innovation ecosystem and engage more closely with government so that uh, task force uh, envisioned a growth charter to make india a global hub and uh, aspire to grow this vertical to 35 billion dollars by 2025 roughly about 10% of, of what was estimated to be uh, it industries uh, you know revenue goals for 2025 was estimated to be 350 billion dollars so when this growth charter was envisioned uh, the dsci board and the nascom uh, the, uh, president and the ec uh, considered me as a candidate and spoke to me and i found this as a great opportunity 
I must confess, I'm not an infosec professional, but I've been in the technology industry, worked across uh, enterprise verticals with state and central, and of course, with large services companies and product companies. So I bring that experience, but definitely I don't bring deep dive domain experience. So this was the background in which uh, the DSCI board uh, considered me as probably worthy of taking on this role. And I joined this in uh, 2016. Wow, uh, such a prestigious uh, kind of opportunity that you have and you're shouldering the responsibility of, of taking India to a new level. 30 plus years of experience. I mean, if I were to just ask you, ask and tell you, can you help us, you know, recollect some of the best moments that made you strive a difference? What would that be? I would say it was more than almost 35 years now. Across all these uh, three plus decades, I think the biggest opportunity and learning and motivation for me was engaging with uh, customers across various verticals whether it's IT, banking, telecom, oil and gas, and most importantly, with state governments in driving their, initially the computerization agenda and now the digital agenda and working very deeply with the CIOs and their teams and IT secretaries. I've had an opportunity while I was based in Hyderabad for uh, a greater part of my career uh, uh, and now in uh, NCR. I've had an opportunity to work with IT secretaries in several states in North, South, West. I think that has been a great learning for me from very early stages of, you know, driving enterprise applications, uh, several, uh, you know, mission critical governance applications, you know, convincing public sector manufacturing organizations to explore technology and look at manufacturing resource planning in very remote, far-flung mining sites. I think always any opportunity to evangelize technology and drive technology adoption, uh, particularly in uh, sectors which were laggards in um, leveraging computerization and then now digital, has been a big passion area for me. We have only experienced what has happened post, you know, uh, brother, when, when, if we were talking about the banking industry, post migration people when, when banks move to core uh, banking those are the as applications and systems uh, are the experiences that people like us would have but actually being on the ground working and pushing for a transition a change uh, which was totally you know from a manual to a totally digital kind of a setup that must have been uh, I, I think uh, really an experience for anybody you know when I sit and listen to you it's like I'm in awe of what you're saying of really moving down on the ground and getting things done. Yes, uh, I've worked with enterprises in India where, you know, even convincing management teams or helping, uh, working with management teams to convince their unions and workforce to adopt computerization very, very early stages of core banking implementations, messaging implementations, and most importantly, e-governance uh, solutions, particularly integrated uh, government to citizen uh, services. I think, uh, you know, I have seen that and the current maturity and wave of digitization that has happened in the country is happening in the country, I think, is extremely satisfying for any technology professional in India. It's it's, it's been phenomenal. I mean, this uh, during this COVID era itself, it's leaps and bounds and it's across demographics, everyone. 
is digitally hooked and using it in one way or the other and lot of people have used this as as a learning platform to enhance their skills to probably even you know those those kind of hobbies and passions which we had totally forgotten about people have revived that and lot of people have started doing something very different uh, than what they professionally would be doing so yes it's definitely opened a lot of doors what word of advice to women who want to build a career specializing in cybersecurity just very related to a woman in technology and then cyber cyber is essentially a little more deep tech area uh in um, overall uh, technology industry several new opportunities are coming it's an opportunity for uh, you know deep dive specialization i would say that women who want to enter uh, cyber security domain first of all at a mid level and second at the fresher level when campus recruitments are happening whether it's in the management stream or in the engineering stream or any other science stream I think it's good to be open this is definitely one of the fastest growing growth vertical there are several job opportunities even at a fresher level across infrastructure security cloud security application security and some of the new emerging technologies whether it is in you know IoT in manufacturing sector public sector or you know government services there are several at a vertical business vertical side and at a technology and horizontal solutions there is a lot of opportunities so i think freshers need to be open to look at opportunities in the cyber domain and when you look at in the cyber domain opportunities for young uh, professionals span across product development and innovation if you're a research uh, researcher and research minded it spans enterprise uh, security services it also spans end user verticals whether it's in the banking sector whether it's in you know telecom oil and gas when you look at oil and gas there are very niche opportunities in it ot security and uh, every state government is stepping up on their cyber preparedness setting up security operation centers whenever there's a large digitization program how do you make it you know secure application level security so there are several streams in which you can hope to get uh, you know your career growth uh, path Uh, so i would urge all young professionals in engineering management even some law school sometimes look at opportunities in cyber when you're going through your placement uh, drives the second one is mid level if you have been in the technology industry even you know 5 to 10 years work experience i think there are opportunities in cyber uh, disciplines where you can specialize in could be in the overall enterprise risk governance it could be in the application area if you're a data scientist uh ai and ml and its applications in building cyber security products and services is a really uh, emerging growth area so even if you're a data scientist you can look at how can you apply your ai technology competencies in cyber domain right so there are so many opportunities for mid level another area that is really growing up is in data protection and privacy with the emerging or ever evolving regulations So that's another domain that we can look at and uh, if you look see the ciso function right that's something that is really evolving to be as important or even more important than the cio so if you're in the management and leadership growth path uh, side uh, every mid level young professional can look at how can you look at a career growth path of becoming a ciso for a large or mid sized or even government for that matter right 
So even on the management stream, deep tech, technology streams and overall enterprise risk governance, I think there are a lot of opportunities uh, in uh, cybersecurity. So I would urge both young professionals, fresh college graduates and mid-level technology professionals to look at this domain because I think this, I would say cybersecurity is one recession-proof vertical. And you can actually pick it up at any point in time in your career, professional career, irrespective of what background you have. I've had speakers here who are, you know, pure play from legal. They, 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 they studied law and never thought of technology when they started off their career. But today, you know, are using if, with, with the upcoming law, like you said, the data protection law globally. They are literally building the bridge between business and legal, trying to understand what business requires and how the legal parlance can be explained in simpler terms. And they really, really think that it's only because of digital, uh, their adaption of technology that they are able to bridge this gap so seamlessly. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, highlight one thing. The interplay of uh, technology and law initially used to be, you know, in the area of maybe IP protection and those domains. Whereas now, when you look at interplay of digital and legal, right? Whether in the overall cyber law, privacy legislations, uh, privacy implementation programs, there's a big play. Similarly, you'll be surprised, Supriya, when you look at accounting and the overall risk governance, right? What is financial accounting all about? You're, you know, uh, making sure that all the governance practices are followed, the disclosures are followed, right? All of this is happening in the accounting side, we are seeing a lot of accounting professionals get into the security governance domain, particularly in audit. Uh, I just wanted to share, there is this academy called ICSA, which is an academy of controller auditor Okay, And this ICSA academy in uh, NCR has actually trained its auditors who are, you know, employees of the controller and auditor general and auditing teams in various regions. They've been trained in depth on information security audit because now when you, uh, yeah, when an auditor reviews a large public program or a large, you know, taxation system of a state or a central government or any public project, it's all technology led. It's all technology enabled. So if they're not able to do an information security audit, there's no way they can do a financial and accounting audit. There's a lot of these professionals. So there are a lot of opportunities. I think it's all a question of investing time in developing your skills and competencies. There are so many certifications to prove your professional uh, professional credentials. I couldn't agree more. Uh, before we wind up, Rama, one, one last question. You know, we all hear about India being the next uh, uh, you know, champion when it comes to technology and cybersecurity. If I were to hear from you, is India on a path uh, to becoming a global cybersecurity partner of choice? Yes, I think first of all, uh, India as a partner of choice will come from, you know, our credentials and our track record globally as the digital and the technology hub for the world. I think our credentials in cyber emanate from there. So I think we are in a very good position with several global customers betting on Indian uh, services majors and also the emerging product companies. To be able to do this, I think industry and government need to collaborate uh, very well. Uh, we need to have very good cybercrime investigation capacities built in the country so that law enforcement can investigate better. 
and uh, you know prosecute better uh, where uh, it's extremely important that we are seen as a trusted destination so that global customers can bet on a cyber security product or a services company from india and also i think the professionals working in this domain and the companies that are working in this domain need to uh, give that kind of trust uh, and uh, be a trusted partner because cyber is something where you really cyber risk is really very high uh, on any ceos radar now or any boards radar so i think if you're uh, hoping to be a partner for any customer uh, across any vertical from any country i think uh, being seen as a trusted partner is extremely important and of course uh, we have those kind of uh, skills and competencies in the team because this is one domain which is evolving every day every day we see new risks coming up new emer- every emerging technology that is getting integrated in the enterprise it stack uh, comes with some uh, vulnerabilities and risks so do you have the competencies to address that that's something also i would say is very important absolutely being a trusted partner especially when it is technology and you're responsible is i think one of the virtues that as individuals and organizations we all need to strive and uh, the, on that positive note rama thank you so very much for those interesting thoughts encouraging words and sharing excerpts from your journey and experience it's been a wonderful conversation and i'm sure our listeners will find this session to be interesting and useful to all our listeners Thank you for being part of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did in putting it together. Stay tuned for another interesting conversation coming up in this series. Until then, stay safe and stay inspired.